Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Uh, this is the best matchup you could have had here. Uh, you wanted Golden State. You wanted Curry. We all know, uh, you know, they've won a lot of champions. They've won the three championships. Their household names. Their style of play is pleasing to the eye. Uh, you know, Phoenix and Milwaukee last year did very poorly rating-wise. Now, listen, it was in July, so it, it makes it trickier because of the, late, of the delayed start to the season. But, you know, that didn't do very well. Um, you know, this series with Golden State in it with Curry, Thompson, and Green. We all know who they are. Kerr, a good home court. San Francisco uh, have won three titles. You got to figure this will be juicy. Now, if Durant was in this series on the other side of coin, that would be really fun. But you have a Boston team here that's the Celtics. Enough, enough said as far as the history of the, of the NBA. This is, uh, you know, this is the home office of the NBA. Red Auerbach got it going. All the great players they've had, you know, from Kuzi to Russell uh, to Havlicek to, uh, to Bird to, you know, even Pierce. I mean, this is, I mean, this franchise really spans the era of the National Basketball Association. Maybe not quite from 46, but from 50-51 when Arabak and Kuzi got together. This kind of the last 70 years, this is uh, the NBA uh, when you get right down to it. Uh, you know, they are what the NBA is all about. So you put the Celtics in the uh, category, the city of Boston, uh, Golden State, San Francisco. They've, they've, they've only played in one final. That was when, um, you know, the Warriors were the Warriors for a little while. They moved from Philadelphia. Uh, that was back in six. 64, Boston beat him in five games. Yes, Wilt was on a team. And then the, uh, Wilt turned around and beat them when Wilt went back to Philly to be on the 76ers. And Barry and Thurman were on the San Francisco Warriors. And Wilt beat them in six. Uh, Golden State, of course, then won a championship. 74-75, they beat Washington in four straight. And, of course, you know what they have done since. Celtics are the Celtics. Uh, you know, uh, this is a team that has not been in the finals in a long time. And this is a team that basically ran the finals forever. I mean, they won 11 championships for Bill. Havlicek won a couple. Uh, and then, of course, uh, you know, Bird won three. Pierce won one. So, I mean, that's, uh, that's 17 right there. And they try to make it 18. And I think you got a chance to have a very good NBA final. Um, I think these are the two best teams in the league. Um, I'll give you some pluses and minuses on both here in a second. But I think these are the two best teams in the league. The Celtics have been the best team in the NBA since middle of January. Uh, and the Warriors are the Warriors uh, with their stretch of performance and, of course, healthier. And, you know, uh, they haven't really done much the last two years. No bubble for them in Orlando when they were bad. And then, of course, last year they got knocked off in the playing game by Phoenix, by Memphis. This is a different Warrior team. Healthier down the stretch. Have played well in the postseason. Uh, got a break that Dallas beat Phoenix. So uh, here they are now uh, as we get ready. Uh, I think I think there's pluses and minuses on both sides. I think the I think the Celtic pluses, you know, they're going to be a rugged defensive team here. Uh, the Warriors have not seen a defensive team on this level in the postseason, uh, and the Celtics are big. They they bang you pretty well. Uh, you know, Smart can bang you. Horford can bang you. Robert Williams can bang you. Uh, Grant Williams is you know he's not unbelievably tall, but he's physical. Tatum's a big guy. I mean, this is a physical team. This Celtic team, uh, you know, and Horford's you know he's six ten, and Williams is you know what is that? Was six ten? Tatum is you know six eight six nine. He's a big team. 
And the Warriors have not seen that in the postseason. Uh, so I got to and, and the defense, you know, this is a bit, you know, listen, Dallas doesn't play defense. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, that's not a big defensive team. Memphis is not a big team and they don't play, you know, I don't think they're known for their, de- for their de- defensive acumen. So this team is a rugged physical team. They're going to play defense. That's the first thing. The other break that the Celtics have is they've had a much tougher run here in the postseason. A, they've been great since mid-January. Were they 28 and 7 to finish the year? That's number one. Number two, and look who they beat here. They beat the Nets. Everybody thought that would be a rugged series. They swept them. That was Durant and Kyrie. And then they turned around and beat the defending champs, albeit no Middleton, but they beat the and the Celtics had some injuries in that series too. But they beat Milwaukee in the seventh game, and then they beat a rugged, tough-minded, uh, you know, gotta put a knife through them, uh, heat. In a um, in a um, in a seventh game on the road, this is also a team that has had a lot of success on the road. They won two games in Brooklyn, albeit not a great home court, but they won two games in Brooklyn, won a couple of games in Milwaukee, and they won uh, you know three games in Miami. Plus, this team has won some elimination games. They won two elimination games against the Bucks, one of which was on the road, and they won an elimination game here against Miami uh, in Game Seven. So, I mean, there are some things you like about Boston: the ruggedness aspect of it. Uh, the idea they're going to play good defense. They've had a much tougher road through the postseason uh, than the Warriors have. The things you like about the Warriors, A, you like experience. You know, Thompson, uh, obviously Curry, uh, Green, who's the sidebar here, but Green, you know, Poole hasn't. But they've got three or four guys who have the coach. They got three or four folks here who have some big time finals experience, and Boston doesn't have that. This is Tatum's first run at it. I think you saw some nervousness out of the Celtics at the end of that Miami series, for instance. Uh, you're not going to be able to get away with that here against Golden State. This team can score, they got a lot of firepower, and they've been there. So uh, that is a big advantage uh, for the Warriors. The second one, of course, is what I just mentioned firepower. They can score. You know, Curry, Thompson, their range of shooting and throw in pool. I mean, they're going to score roughly, you know, eight. Those three guys are going to, you know, if they're on their game, they're going to score 75 to 80 points every night. And that's all there is to it. Then you throw in Wiggins, who's going to shoot a little bit. You throw in Green, who'll get some garbage and score 10 points a game. I mean, you know, they got a couple other guys, those young players. You know, Mooney could do something. Uh, they are going to put the ball in the basket, and, and you know, and the Celtics going to have to match that. I'm not sure if they have that third guy who can do that consistently. And the other thing that uh, the Warriors have going for them is they got home court, and I think that really helped them. You know, Dallas uh, did them a huge favor; they wouldn't have had the home court against Phoenix. Uh, Murray didn't play in the Denver series, and of course, Morant missed a layup in Game One and didn't play the last game or two. So they had an easier road here, but they do have home court, and that is a very good. That's not the Miami Arena, all right. That is a great home court. That's a great home. They've always been a good NBA NBA town, always. They were great in the early seventies with Barry when they won that championship. They have been. A, it's a very good home court, and everybody wondered once they left Oakland if they would have that same enthusiasm level in, at the Chase across the bay near near the ballpark, and they have. That's a very good crowd, and they'll be into it tonight. And it's up to Boston to win a game there. They don't, Golden State doesn't have to win a game in Boston until the uh, Celtics break through. So uh, that's an advantage, a huge advantage. Furthermore, if they get a game seven in their building. You know, that is, that's, that's a hard game to win if you're the Celtics. Now, listen, the Cavs did it uh, in Game 7, uh, you know, back in 15, but they had LeBron there and everything else, and they had Kyrie and what have you. Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. You know, the Warriors had a bad game that day, and they couldn't shoot and everything else, turn the ball over and what have you. But I'm not sure if they're going to lose the seventh game at, at their building. 
So the Warriors have advantages, um, uh, firepower, experience, and includes the coaching staff, experience, um, firepower, home court. Uh, you know, they, they have got three rings, so they have a little experience. And I do not like the way Boston finished up in the conference final. I, you know, there's no way if they had won game six last Friday night in convincing, no doubt about it, fashion, you know, where they won the game, you know, easily against Miami and polished them off in six games. I feel a little better about them going into this series, but they didn't play well in game six. And they lost two games at home to Miami and that's, out of the three they had, which is also a bad sign. And the Bucks beat them twice. So they have had some road success, but they've lost four home games. Warriors haven't lost a home game yet. Uh, so uh, that is something I'd be a little worried about. But the Celtics, if they had played better at the conclusion of the Miami series, and if you want to give them a pass in game six, what do I do about game seven? They had a 13-point lead with 3.38 to go, and Butler had a ball in the air to give the Heat a lead with 20 seconds left. So how am I going to answer that question? Well, Chris, give him a break, game six. Well, all right, how about game seven? So I don't like the way the Celtics, they were very tentative. They played the clock instead of the opponent. Warriors won't do that. And if you look at the Warriors here in this, in this postseason, the Warriors have been very, very good in these fourth quarters. They came from behind in many a fourth quarter in this postseason. They came behind against Dallas in game two. They came from behind against uh, Memphis in game four, two games to one. They came from behind against Denver on occasion or two. Uh, they, they ha- they're not going to be phased by being down by double digits late third quarter. That's, that's not going to bother them. And they, and they can score. Now, listen, they turn the ball over a ton, and if they don't make threes, they're not that good. But usually they make threes because they've got so many guys who can make them. All they need is one of them to make them. Thompson, Curry, and Poole. All they need is one of them. You know, one of them's hot from three. That will carry him to the other guy sort of, you know, finds his range. So uh, on paper, I, I think you have to, you know, Golden State say, uh, they're not a prohibitive favorite, but they're a solid favorite in this series. The Celtics are basically plus 140. I don't know what the Warriors are. They're probably about minus 160. That's a solid favorite. It's not an, um- it's not an overwhelming favorite, but it's, it's a solid favorite, and they deserve to be. You know, they experience and Curry and Thompson, they deserve to be. And the Celtics did not finish great. Worried about that. But if you want to take the Celtics, and I'll take them, I'll have fun with it. If they want to take the Celtics, here's a couple things you can think about. First off, all the pressure in the world is on Golden State. All right. Celtics do not have to win. I know it's the Celtics and they have a they got a high bar. I understand that. But, you know, nobody in America and that includes in Boston uh, is going to go out there and kill the Celtics if they don't win this series. I, I don't see how you can. I mean, what Tatum and Brown's first foray into this and you're going to kill them if they lose. I mean, uh, they, they had a win to get here. They couldn't lose to Miami. That I'll grant you. But once they're here, I mean, I don't want to call it house money. But let's be honest, all the pressure here is on the Warriors. It's not on the Celtics. That's the first thing. And the second thing that will help the Celtics, and Winnie from Massachusetts made this point the other day, and that's a good point, and I hadn't thought of it, and he's probably right. The Celtics might breathe a little uh, sigh of relief. You know, Milwaukee's rugged, right? Miami's rugged. Golden State's not rugged. Right? Golden State's not going to weigh you out physically. I don't care what Green says he can or cannot do defensively. They're not going to weigh you out. You know, Curry's not a great defensive player. Don't let anybody tell you that. They're not going to weigh you out defensively. You know, Wiggins will be on Tatum, all right? But, you know, Donkic scored plenty of points against Wiggins in that previous round. You know, Wiggins will, they can throw Wiggins on Tatum and not worry about his offense and get around it. So that's a plus. But, you know, the Celtics could breathe a little easier when they realize that they're not in that, you know, they're not in that, uh, in that crunch box as they were at times against the Heat. 
or against Milwaukee and Giannis and Lopez and Portis and all those guys. So from that standpoint, maybe that makes them loosen up a little bit and they don't have to worry so much at getting banged around or pushed around and all those things. Listen, I think it's got a chance to be a very good series. If you're going to pick Boston, you got to pick them in six. You cannot... I know they lost the game seven to Cleveland. I understand that. But, I mean, it's very difficult to think that the Warriors are going to be in a home scenario. You know, 79% of the teams who have a game seven in the postseason, and it's a home game, they win the game. So it's very, very difficult to believe that the Celtics are going to, after a long stretch, they played 14 postseason games in the last two series. It's very difficult to think that the Celtics will win a seventh game in Golden State on June 18th, Father's Day weekend. So I'll take Boston. I'll take him in six. Not confidently, but I can't root for Curry. I'm tired of that. So I'll take the Celtics. I'll tell you, they don't bother me as much. I'll take Boston in six. I, they had 12 million at peak proficiency watching Miami-Boston on Sunday night. No, that's not the whole game. But, you know, near the end of that game, it started at 8.30, you know, right around 11, before people went to bed, they had 12 million people watching it. So that, that's a pretty good number, 12 million. This series... Maybe not right away, but this series, if it goes long, should have some decent numbers to it. I mean, not going to get NFL numbers, but, you know, they should do what basically baseball does. You know, they should do somewhere in the, you know, mid-teens, upper teens as we prolong it. And if they ever get to a seventh game, Cleveland had 31 million at one point in game seven. If they get to that point, they should get 25 million people watching the game. Hey, it's a big storyline. Celtics, Warriors, NBA final. Starts tonight. Boston in six. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Sirius XM Channel 82. 